All right. So, you know, just one of the fun things about teaching is you get to have, uh, you get to be able to form these uh, bonds with some awesome students. And uh, teaching at USC, one of the cool things I get to do is I get to teach all the juniors and seniors. So one of the uh, one of the groups that just graduated was last year's seniors, and there were two students that were so much fun to teach because of their love for history and they're just they're uh, able to really dig deep into topics. That's George B.S. and Joe Bushlock. And I was I pronounced your last name right. Yeah, perfect. All right, uh, all right. Last night I was at a I was at a meeting and I was talking with George's dad and I was just thinking yeah, it'd be really fun to have these guys come back. And uh, I was walking uh, through the halls and guess what? Here they were walking through the halls. So I stopped him and I said, let's make a podcast. Now, the other fun thing about these guys is that we have a common love of Star Wars. So we're going to be talking about, uh, today we're going to be talking quickly about some of the Star Wars that has founded, uh, some of the ways that Star Wars has used World War II as a uh, kind of like a historical basis. But before we get to that, let's just get to meet our guests today. George and Joe, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing great. How's the break? Yeah, it's been good. Spent a week in Arizona, so uh, that was that was really fun. Got to see my grandparents and stuff. Uh, nice. Join life. Good. Nice, Joe. How about you? Just working. Joe, if you uh, if you had any advice for high school kids, uh, what might that be? Apply, even though you don't need. Even if you're not going to go there, especially to different programs within that school. For example, we had a, a seminar class that we went to, but we had applied to all different clubs. But even though if you're not planning on going, it's still good to apply, even if you change your mind down the road. Cool. Uh, you know, Joe, uh, one thing I know that we've talked about is uh, how you were in the ROTC program yeah. and how you'd always encourage kids to look into that at an early age. Yep. Right? Cool. Perfect. All right. Uh, so uh, first semester was, was pretty good. First semester of college was fun. Yeah, it was I don't know. Surprisingly, it was kind of easy. Okay, <laughs> nice. Hey, we'd like to hear that. Uh, hopefully, we. Uh, no, it's always always nice to know that you guys are leaving prepared. Uh, and George, you just finished up your first semester at University of Wisconsin Superior. Correct. And Joe, you just finished up your first semester at uh, uh, South Dakota South Dakota State. State in Sioux Falls. Brookings. Brookings. My goodness. All right. My bad. All right. Uh, and uh, so we're going to talk about Star Wars before we get into the World War II of it. Did you guys see The Rise of Skywalker? Oh, yeah. I did. What were your thoughts? I liked it better the second time I saw it. <laughs> oh, that's a, good, that's a good take. I've only seen it the one time, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but I think you're always going to people who don't like it because you can't satisfy everyone. Yeah. But I think it's we're at the point where it's like you just got to take it for where, what it is and try to enjoy it. Because if you go in negatively, it's gonna you're not going to like it. No, for sure. I, I hear you. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about a historical event. And that is the building of the nuclear bomb and uh, probably some surprising things that we may not know about. So we're going to start with, uh, we're going to start with how this happened. And there were all these scientists that, that were figuring out ways that they could create this nuclear bomb. And it was uh, Marie Curie's daughter and her French husband, uh, Irene, they figured out how that they you could split a uranium atom, and uh, this was groundbreaking work. And immediately, once they figured that out, people turned towards turning this into a weapon because this happened in the late 1930s as World War II was ramping up, and uh, 
So immediately these different sides, these different uh, people with different allegiances to different countries started to think about how they could use this new technology as a weapon. And there were people who were working on this in the American side, people who were working in the, on this on the German side. And a guy named Heisenberg was a German scientist. He was picked up by the Nazis to help build this bomb. And two of his former colleagues <coughs> who, were, uh, who were Jews who left in exile and were living in New York saw this and they were terrified because they knew that if Heisenberg was able to be in the environment to build this build this bomb that the Nazis would have the capability to have a nuclear weapon. So they sent a letter to their other friend, Robert Oppenheimer, who we may know as the as the leader of the Manhattan Project. And they said, Oppenheimer, we need to stop this. And their plan was to kidnap Heisenberg. Now that didn't happen. It fell through. Uh, and Oppenheimer kind of sent them this letter back saying like, okay, thanks guys. We'll take care of it. And they thought that he wrote him off but he actually did take care of it. And he put together this secret plan to try to sabotage the German effort to build a nuclear weapon. One of the things that you need to do if you're going to build a nuclear weapon is you need to have a, you need to have something called heavy water in order to, uh, in order to support the fission process uh, of splitting atoms. There ne it needs to be supported by this dense water. And as that happened, uh, well, so there, there was this, there, there was a way that they created this dense water in Northern Europe. I think the country was Norway. So this country is, uh, uh, they have the water and they're exporting it from Norway to Germany to build the bomb. And the allies found out about this. And so what they, they had a two-step approach. The first thing they did is they took planes that were, they flew low, uh, so they couldn't be caught by radar and they bombed the factory. So they could stop making this heavy water. But some of the water was already released and it was on its way to Germany. It was in a ferry. The water was being held in these canisters and it was uh, being shipped to Germany. And they had spies on that ferry blow up the ferry, sinking all the water that could help build the nuclear bomb. And as we know, the Nazis never did build a nuclear bomb. Uh, and it's largely thanks to the effort of, of this allied uh, of this allied plan. So, fellas, your job now is to explain how Star Wars took this element of history and it applied it to their storytelling. Well, I guess that I, there's so many places you could start with, but I guess the where you got to start with it is that you've got essentially the Nazis in this in this case building a super weapon, just as the Empire does in Star Wars, and then so you have these people that are trying to prevent that. I guess. What's the uh, super weapon in Star Wars? The Death Star. Death Star. Nice. What's the Death Star capable of? Uh, planet destruction. All right. Nice. And that's kind of what people thought that, uh, you know, the, the nuclear bomb was maybe not capable of planet destruction. Not yet. But uh, it was capable of certainly, like, city destruction. Okay. George, can you tell us anything else uh, about how this was applied? Yeah. Well, um, obviously, the main objective of Star Wars, kind of their, their whole plan is... Uh, uh, to get this Death Star, you know, taken care of. And uh, I guess that's like similar to rebel bombers in their B-wings and Y-wings uh, flying through the Death Star, uh, finding it, what, exhaust port? Yeah. <laughs> um, bombing uh, this ferry that held uh, the heavy water. And in that way, it's it's very similar. Perfect, yeah. And I, uh, so I think you're kind of explaining the plot of uh, A New Hope. 
Uh, all right. And then um, any other any other connections you guys can see to anything in this story? The one thing that I see that I guess is kind of on a deeper level is public opinion on it. Like you always hear that like people were hurting under the empire's regime, but a lot of times also the empire helped many people. And that way you can think of Germany's public opinion of Hitler and the Nazi party in a similar way. So you've got the party that thinks Hitler's doing great things. And in a way he was doing great things for them. But then you also see the side of people that see the oppression that Hitler had, especially when you look at neighboring countries. So I guess when you think of it, especially in the Star Wars sense, you got to remember there were also people that liked what was happening because it benefited them, even though on a greater scale, that probably wasn't true. So we're going to, in, in our class, we're going to get into deeper detail about, about what you're talking about, but can you maybe talk a little more about, uh, about what that was? Yeah, so I guess when you think about it, uh, one of the major things that had to do was with hyperinflation. And then I believe you showed us that image where they were sweeping up money on the streets and they were using it to burn because it would heat them. And it was, in that sense, it was more valuable to burn it than it was to actually keep it. Yeah. Uh, in, in despair, people in, in Germany were in despair and they turned to someone who could give them hope. Uh, and uh, so complex for sure. All right. Uh, any other thoughts about Anything else in Star Wars that we can connect to uh, to uh, World War II? Hmm. Well, I mean, there's the the, the work camps, uh, the mining uh, and the concentration camps, how they use forced labor on the Jews to uh, mine raw materials. And that element can be very clearly seen uh, in a forced laboring uh, slaves and other inhabitants, like mm -hmm. in Star Wars in the, in the Outer Rim, like uh, Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine. There was a lot of, of course, that was a hut planet, but mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of dirty deals going on. So uh, I don't know. That's one yeah. one thing I think of. For sure. One thing that I think of is that we all know that Hitler was like extremely anti-Semitic. And so he was extremely, I guess you could say, racist. But that was also the case with the empire. For example, a majority, if not all of the, the core of the empire, they were all human. And they were very, they really didn't allow other species to come in because in that sense, they were really just against the Jews in general, I guess, in this case. So you also have to think of that public opinion, too, and how that would affect the way the empire operates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing I, I just thought of was the Nazis. Um, their their perfect race was uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, and in the same way, the Empire they would only let um, humans um, serve the Empire as stormtroopers, as as a way of um, uh, just showing their force. And I mean, they really they 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 valued numbers rather than skill. So that's why they they only just allowed humans, and uh, they have. They have that connection. And, and of course, the name Stormtrooper comes from uh, the Nazi Stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, the Nazi, the Nazi soldiers were called Stormtroopers. Yeah. Uh, all right. Part, well, gentlemen, this has, been, uh, this has been awesome. You guys, uh, uh, it's fun to see you guys still be able to uh, hold your own in a history discussion. And as always, it's fun to talk about Star Wars. Uh, any, any closing thoughts and maybe some advice for kids here at USC before uh, we uh, end this podcast for the day? Uh, yeah, I take as many PSEO courses as you can, save you tons of money. 
um, and stay organized. Uh, control your free time. Yeah. I think you have too much of it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, George. Joe, any uh, any thoughts from you before we uh, before we end? Uh, just stay focused in school while you while as long as you're here. I mean, you, I suppose you're juniors or seniors, but if you go to a four year college, I mean, these five years will affect the rest of your life, especially when it comes to passing classes. So, a little hard work in these five years will lead to a better life after that. So, I suppose just work hard while you're here and don't brush it off. Perfect, guys. It was really fun to have you. Good luck in the uh, second semester, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Right. Thank, Thank you. you.